Hello, everyone. This is Charles in New Jersey with my contribution to the community news for May. I listened to all of the shows for May for the first time I've actually done it on time to have contributed to the community news, but I'm unable to make the live recording because I'm watching my grandson this afternoon. So I wanted to make some comments on the shows and on other issues that I've noticed that might be of interest to the community. I guess I'll go in order. The first show is one of my own by a guy named Charles in New Jersey. And that was how I got into computers. And I noticed that this show had a comment from Dave Morris. And uh, that brought up a general issue that I have to go back and look at my own shows to see if there are comments so that I can acknowledge them and thank the people who made the comments for their feedback. That's also true of one of my shows from, uh, from April, episode 1497. That was mentioned in the April community news. Uh, that had a comment from Peter64, and I wanted to thank Peter for his comment. I wonder if there's a way to subscribe to the comments on on shows that uh, it, any host has done so that you don't have to go back and look at every show to find out if there are comments so that you can do the polite thing and respond in, in kind to uh, answer any questions that might have been posed or to just acknowledge and, and thank the person who took the time to not only listen to the show, but give, but, uh, give you feedback. And I'm grateful to the people who have listened and who have left me comments. So in the meantime, I guess I will continue to poll my, my old shows for, the, uh, for any comments that might be there. And I'll be reworking some of my show notes for things that are incomplete and to change them from plain text to HTML so they're a little bit easier to read. But I digress. The Key Signing Show, episode 1500 by Ahuka, was, was great. I love that conversation about what's involved with key signing, how it works, why you would want to do it, and the idea of how to use the, the signature as a way to make sure that the person whose who's key you are trying to use is actually the person you thought it was. So that uh, that was a great show, and I'll be referring to that when I set up my own my own key. Then 1501. I wanted to just mention uh, I love that show on Auk by Lane Deer. It was uh, a reminder of a tool that I 
it's been there forever, and I've really neglected it. In fact, I think I've many times sort of re-implemented the wheel with a Python or Perl program to munge some data and to uh, clean up text and, and numbers and such when I could have just piped it through a much simpler awk one-liner or something like that to do the same thing and have finished the job much faster and not had to do as much programming. Although, since I like programming and consider it a, a form of play, it's, it's also fun for me to do, but I also like to find neat hacks, so awk would satisfy that, uh, that desire in me as well. It would fill the need for some play because finding a neat hack is also good. And then there's 1502, uh, was part two of, of uh, the units show on distance and area, where I went over the conversion factors and um, converting between English and metric units. 1503 is another one of my favorites from the month, NY Bill, talking about making waves and the kinds of things that an oscilloscope can teach you about things like, well, not only um, electricity and AC versus DC, but also light and sound, because you're looking at waveforms. Uh, the only thing that one could wish for is uh, sort of an audio output from an oscilloscope. I don't know how such a thing would be possible, uh, to help people who are blind or have low vision to get the same kind of information. Uh, I think it would be kind of confusing with complex waveforms, but uh, for for that that situation, if you could at least have it for something like a pure wave, it would be a good teaching tool for uh, understanding what waves look like and in this case, sound like, you know, so you can get a good mental image of how those things work. Just a thought, there may be some solution out there. Then I'm going to skip a couple. The the NELF shows were great, but we talked about those uh, in the previous month. The Audiobook Club 1506 was... Uh, very interesting, although I don't have time myself to listen to the actual audiobooks. I got sort of a, a heads up on what uh, the book was like. The Community News, 1507. The only thing I would comment on there is that we did make a pitch for filling in the the 100-character synopsis of old episodes and maybe fixing up the the show notes for some of the very, very old episodes in the uh, HPR catalog. I've gone back and listened to a couple of, of older episodes, and some of them are just as fresh today as they were when they were first released. So you know, I'll be going back to 
take on a couple of older episodes when I'm finished cleaning up my own and putting out uh, some episodes that I have in the in the works already. Let's see. I'm going to skip ahead to uh, 1512. The John Culp's show on putting together and uh, adopting a uh, public domain textbook. I'm I was really really interested in that show because. John seems to have done a lot of work and he had to he had to keep at it and keep trying things to make available the content of the in this case theory of counterpoint to for his students without having to make the students cough up a lot of money for a textbook for content that's Essentially, the same for that has remained the same for a very long time. And I'm glad when a uh, a person who's in the know, like a professor, like John, takes the time to think of the students who already spend a lot of money. I won't talk about tuition because that's a a subject that. that's not not relevant to the discussion, although tuition is rather high, especially for students who don't come from wealthy families. But I just think on the textbook front, that if we can make textbooks available uh, in an affordable way, that that would help that would help students and adult learners as well to access the content without having to pay a, a a bounty to get it, which also suggests an, another kind of parallel episode of hints on how to create a, a college or university student uh, computer workstation using free software uh, to reduce the cost of it and of course, if it's based on Linux or Unix or other free operating systems, how how one might take measures to be able to integrate that workstation into the university or college networks, which are usually set up to accommodate either Macs or Windows machines. So I think that would be a wonderful episode that would help people. In fact, you could also use that kind of of, uh, affordable workstation at home or in your self-education for preparing for a job in just about any industry because a lot of fields require computer skills. Just my opinion. I think it would be a great show. I don't know when I would get to it, but we have a lot of very capable hosts who could help us out with that kind of with that kind of episode. Okay, off the soapbox on that one. Uh, Fifteen fourteen, we had Beza, and the show is called "Give the Small Guy a Chance," and I 
really liked that show because I also go back and I schedule time about once a quarter or twice a year, depending on how much free time I have, usually on the train, to uh, install packages that are outside of the mainstream from the the repositories on whatever Linux system I'm using at the time, and uh, either you know install packages or compile a thing from source to to try different programs that are maybe not as popular or pre-installed by distros but which perform some of the same functions in fact which are more targeted to a particular task and might help me to uh improve my workflows a little bit when i'm using my computer Rather than having something that's a Swiss Army knife, I might use a piece of software that only does one thing but does it very well and that I could pipe into a, a workflow in a Unixy kind of style so that I can do one step in one program that does its job admirably, then do whatever interim manipulations I need and then pipe it into the next program made by the small guy and then so on. So that's uh, that was a very welcome show and it was very well done. Thanks, Biza. Uh, 15.15 and 15.05, I'll jump back. Uh, those were LibreOffice Calc shows by Ahuka and I'm really enjoying the Calc series, as I did the the shows on Writer, and I hope they they keep coming. I would weigh in on some of those issues, but mostly I'm agreeing with with what Ahuka says. So I I think he's done a, a pretty good job. I will weigh in when it comes to some of the individual functions when we get there, because I use some of those things in my work and. I might add another perspective to uh, kind of round out the content in, in there, and that would seem like fun to do. Uh, episode 1517 by Johan V. The set of primes is infinite. I, uh, I was really tickled by that show. I'm glad it uh, was fairly succinct, and it used some very important results from from number theory and algebra without being so technical that it would blow everyone away. I uh, I did enjoy the show. I don't know if everyone followed every piece of it, but I really liked it. So uh, I want to thank Johan V for doing that one. And then... I'm going to make a comment on episode 1518 and 1516, where Dave Morris went over the um, the podcasts I listen to, which would be part of the What's on My Player series. And I love that. Dave listens to an awful lot of audio content each month. He must have uh, a lot of spare time, and uh, I'm sure that he does sort of a uh, speed up 
on on listening because otherwise he would be doing very little in his waking hours besides listening to all the content that he has available to him as they are as his podcatcher gets uh, all of those different shows and sorts them into the the uh, databases that he uses for each of his players. And there's some great show notes there, so if you're interested in picking and choosing from among all of the podcasts that Dave listens to, you'll be able to get a nice uh, bit of background on each one and have some sense of what you're what you're going to get when you look at each of these individual shows or types of shows. It's great. So uh, the show notes are going to be a great resource for anybody who's looking for new things to listen to. Uh, show fifteen nineteen, and I'm going to murder the uh, the host name in in uh, Ken Fallon tradition, Taj Sarah. It did a What's in My Bag, which had a great inventory with links to some of the items that are in the bag, so you can get more information on each of those things. And I I thought that was great. I love those What's in My Bag uh, shows. I can think about things that I would want to put into my kit that I carry around to make sure that I have what I need for doing things. It reminds me of the episode that uh, NY Bill did on What's in My Bag, where he described his mobile laboratory, or at least that's how I think of it. So keep those What's in My Bag shows coming. If you haven't done one, I'd love to hear more of those. And then 1520, JWP, which would be Juliet Whiskey Papa, on the EXT file system, Echo X-Ray Tango, uh, that series of, of file system types. I I really liked that show because you know we use these file systems on our Linux machines and wonder well what's so special about these and what advantages do they have over the uh, the ones that we have on proprietary systems like NTFS or HFS on the Mac. And I think it did a, a gave me some perspectives on uh, the file system and what what it's doing for me and why I should be glad I have them and the advantages over the formats that I had used well that I still use at work because I have no choice. So thanks JWP for doing that. And are there any other notes? Now, apart from the the question I had about subscribing to comments on my shows, I think that will do it for this month. Thanks for listening. And thanks to all the hosts who have contributed in the month of May. And I'd like to be I'd like to hear from new hosts in the month of June. You know, the summer months are coming. It would be a great month to get your show in quickly because summer's coming. So thanks, and take care. See you next month on Hacker Public Radio. Bye.
You have been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by a HBR listener like yourself. If you ever considered recording a podcast, then visit our website to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club. HBR is funded by the Binary Revolution at binrev.com. All Binrev projects are proudly sponsored by Lunar Pages. From shared hosting to custom private clouds, go to lunarpages.com for all your hosting needs. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike 3.0 license.